Welcome back to all you crimeaholics. It's Monday, which you already know what that means. It's another episode of Missing Mondays. Missing Mondays is a segment that was created by Kenzie and I to help keep missing persons' name and information in the media the best we can and to help aid in their return home. 90,000 people in the U.S. are missing at any given time, and while some are found alive or deceased, the majority are still missing today. On today's episode of Missing Mondays, I will be sharing the information about Sydney West. Before we start today's episode, I want to give a big shout out to Heather Ashley and her husband, Kyle, from Big Mad True Crime. They are incredible people and helped us revamp our intro music to make it a little bit better and sound more professional. These two are incredible. They're an amazing team working at this podcast game and they're doing amazing things. If you haven't listened to Big Mad True Crime, I highly suggest you go give them a listen. Heather is incredible at what she does, and she's extremely thorough in her investigative skills. So big shout out to Heather and Kyle. We so appreciate you guys. This episode might be a little bit shorter than my typical Monday episodes. The amount of information about Sydney's disappearance is very scarce and minimal. However, if you've been listening to us for a while, you know that we believe no matter how minimal the information is, it is still important to share. I also want to say that there is some speculation about this case that I will not heavily go into out of respect for Sydney's family. At the end, I will briefly mention some of the theories and speculation that I have found online, but at the end of the day, the truth is we truly do not know. So let's jump into what we do know. Sydney West, who also went by the nickname of Sid, was born July 11, 2001 to her parents Jay and Kimberly West. Sydney grew up in Pleasanton, California for most of her life and lived with her parents and her little sister. Her family relocated to Chapel Hill, North Carolina sometime in 2017. When looking up information about Sydney, I was browsing the family's Facebook page dedicated to finding her. It became very apparent that Sydney and her whole family were really adventurous. They took family trips. Sydney was dive certified, and now her little sister is as well. They went skiing, spent days at the beach, and even traveled to Sydney, Australia, which is where her parents had been the year before Sydney herself was born. And they decided to name her after this place. Sydney was also described as a sweet, goofy, carefree girl. She loved volleyball and art. She could sing and play piano. She could also write music and would attend open mic nights to play her songs that she wrote herself. After graduating high school, Sydney decided to take a gap year before heading off to college. It was during this time that Sydney started to blog about depression and suffering from anxiety. I tried finding her blog, and according to Web Sleuths, it's since been taken down, but one of the posts that she made was titled, quote, Gap Year Blues. Sydney got accepted into UC Berkeley in California, and in August of 2020, she headed back to California to begin her classes. 
According to stories of the unsolved, Sydney had not settled on a major yet, but she was interested in medicine, business, and biological science. When Sydney moved to California, her family went to help her get settled into her dorm before heading back to North Carolina. Sydney began her classes and joined the school's rowing team. But adjusting to college life wasn't easy for Sydney, and she was struggling. Not long after moving into the dorms, Sydney decided to move out of the dorms and into a place with some of her friends in the San Francisco area. On September 29, 2020, Sydney and her father, Jay, spoke on the phone for some time, and before getting off the phone, Sydney told him that she would call the following day. And this is where information gets really, really scarce. On September 30th, 2020, sometime between 6.45 a.m. and 7 a.m., the 19-year-old Sydney West completely vanishes off the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. On that morning, it was extremely foggy outside, but her family has confirmed in a video that she was last seen on the Golden Gate Bridge. She was described in this video by her father saying she was wearing black leggings, but also she's seen wearing black shorts. He also says that she was last seen wearing a teal hoodie sweatshirt and slip-on bands. She may or may not have had her glasses on, and she apparently had a backpack for a period of time as well, her dad states. This backpack was apparently what she always took with her when she went around the city. One thing that I find interesting about this description of Sydney is the fact that she was seen in both leggings and again in shorts. I haven't found any other news articles or official releases from police about what Sydney can be seen doing that day. I'm assuming that her family received this information from video footage that was recovered from the Chrissy Field area, which is a part of the Golden Gate National Recreational Area in San Francisco, as well as possibly footage from on the bridge itself. When doing my research on this, there was some statements on WebSleuths stating there was footage of Sydney walking onto the bridge, but none of her walking back off. On October 2nd, 2020, just two days after Sydney was last seen, her family reported her missing. Since she disappeared, there has been searches across the city and the Bay Area. Several vigils have been held for Sydney, not only in California, but also in North Carolina. These vigils include Sydney's friends and family who gather around to tell stories about Sydney. Sydney's family has also created a Facebook group called Find Sydney West as well as an Instagram under the same name. The family works close with the San Francisco Police Department and they also have hired their own private investigator to try and find Sydney. The family asks that anyone who frequents the Golden Gate Bridge area either to commute to work or that goes there for exercise to come forward with any possible information that they may have. Sydney went missing on a Wednesday morning, so the bridge could have had people on it traveling to work. They are interested in knowing if anyone had seen anything suspicious or out of the ordinary that day. They encourage that any detail is not too small. So like I said earlier, I'm only going to briefly mention some of the theories out of respect for the family. Theories does nothing to solve the case. However, talking about some possibilities might jog someone's memory of something they may have seen. Of course, the biggest theory you will find that circulates this case is that possibly Sydney jumped off the bridge. 
I recently watched something about a man who lived through this jump and he said when you hit, it's like hitting concrete. We often hear about people jumping from high places into water and not making it. Given Sydney's more recent struggles with depression, this is a possible scenario, and because of her struggles, she was listed as a missing and endangered person. The next theory is that Sydney had got into someone's car on the bridge, whether willingly or forcefully. I personally have never been on the Golden Gate Bridge before, so I am not sure how the traffic flow is next to pedestrians, but on a Web Sleuth article I was reading, they said it's divided by a fence, and in order for Sydney to have got into someone's car, she would have had to have climbed the fence. Not only is there a fence, but there isn't a shoulder or anything that someone could pull over to stop at on the bridge. So if she would have gotten into someone's car, they would have had to stop directly on the bridge. And at 6.45 a.m. to 7 a.m. on a Wednesday morning with people commuting to work, this just does not seem very likely that someone would stop on the bridge and nobody would report it. The last theory I will quickly touch on is that Sydney did walk off the other side of the bridge, but due to the extreme fog, the video footage did not catch her or she was harder to detect. Sydney West went missing from the Chrissy Field Golden Gate Bridge area of San Francisco, California on the morning of September 30th, 2020. She was 19 years old at the time of her disappearance. She was last seen wearing either black leggings or black shorts, a teal hoodie, and slip-on van shoes. She also had with her a backpack at some time, and she may or may not be wearing glasses. Sydney is 5'10 with a slim build weighing around 130 pounds. She has light brown hair and was either wearing her hair in a ponytail or in a bun. She also has blue eyes. If you or anyone you know has information about this case, please call San Francisco Police Department's tip line at 415-575-4444. Or you can call the family's private investigator at 925-705-8328. Again, I want to reiterate that the family is asking if you were possibly commuting on the bridge that morning or if you were participating in any recreational activities around there and you think you may have seen something, to please phone it in. No tip is ever too small. If you're not already a part of our Facebook group, you can find us at Crimeaholics Podcast Discussion Group. In there, we share all pictures relating to the cases that we cover, as well as all things true crime. We are also on Instagram at crimeaholics.podcast. And be sure to hit subscribe on your preferred podcast platform so you're notified every single time a new episode goes live. Crimeaholics, that's all for now. Until next time, be aware and take care. Thank you.